Welcome back, everyone, to R2Cast number 69. Today, we have a baby on the podcast. As well as that, we also have uh, Chelsea and Hamish. <laughs> Sorry, John, I felt like I had to. Um, we've, got, uh, we've got Chelsea and John here today. Uh, we'll, we'll get into their story soon enough. Um, and we've also got the little legend that is Hamish. So would the three of you like to say hello? Hello. hello. Will we get in there? Oh. <laughs> Before we get on into another excellent episode of the R2 cast, I would just like to thank the sponsor for the show today, The Scottish Farmer. A weekly magazine highlighting everything you need to know regarding the Scottish agricultural industry, whether it's breaking news, events happening in the sector, market reports, classified ads, or just wholesome stories happening in the industry. The Scottish farmers got it for you. Hi. This is going to be so much fun. I was saying to John and Chelsea off camera, the last time we had a wee one on the podcast was R2Cast number 50. So 19 weeks ago, we filmed with Ewan Irvin and Emma Gray and uh, we Len came on and was not so happy as Hamish seems to be at the minute. Um, but a good story uh, for you all listening. Maybe if you're out there listening to the podcast and you are interested in getting into farming and you're maybe quite young and you're thinking, I don't know how to get in. Um, now, that's not the complete story with John and Chelsea. There was there was a, a, an obvious way in for them, um, but it's a really good story in that they're right at the start of their career. Uh, they're, well, what age are you guys? 21. I'm 19. 21 and 19, so hands down the youngest people we've had on the R2 cast. We've probably <laughs> had, yeah, no, yeah, like by far, uh, we've probably had someone double both of your age. We had an 80-year-old, I don't think, we have, actually, I think we have, so um, it's, uh, it's, it's quite an interesting one in that regard, um, and yeah, this was originally why I started the podcast. I wanted to get folk to see how you could get into farming, what young folk are doing, um, all that sort of thing. And, and it's been quite an interesting story here. In that, it's involved two islands. So that's quite fun. Our two cast number 62 was the first time we ever had someone from Aaron on and my father, uh, good old Coley, had a good chat. Um, and then the first one, funnily enough, from an island was uh, Emma and Ewan, as we said. So, or was it? Andrew and Sophie from Eilly. Anyway, not as many islanders, but we've got a new island to talk about today. So, John and Chelsea, could you just tell me a bit about yourselves? Who is John and Chelsea? I'm John G. Chelsea. <laughs> I am I'm sorry, I had it the wrong way round. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell us about your backgrounds, both of you. <clears throat> so, I actually am not originally from a farming background at all. Um, I've been living in Oban my whole life, like born there, raised there and everything. I've always done horse riding since a very young age of like six and I've always kind of done that but never really actually farming until I met John and then I went over to the Isle of Iona to go and visit and I just totally fell in love with it and I was like you know what I want to do this. It was amazing just such a good experience and that is now how I'm here. Just went for it. Did you ever see a sort of future in the horse riding side of things, equestrian side, Chelsea? Well, I didn't really know much about it as well until I got into farming. It was just kind of horse riding. I just kind of went horse riding and that was it. Like my mum had a horse and stuff when she was younger, so she got me into it and so did my auntie. And then, yeah, I just, I didn't really know. I wasn't really sure. I never expected to be here anyway, trying to get a farm and everything, but yeah. 
So when, how long ago did you two meet? How long were we talking? A few years? A couple years? Yeah, yeah. a few years. <laughs> Um, but so, when I met John as well, he wasn't, you weren't a farmer at that time, were you? You'd always kind of done farming. But yeah. at that stage, like, I didn't even know he was a farmer at all until I, it was the whole lockdown process happened and you moved back home. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I was like, oh, you're a farmer. Hmm, that's funny. <laughs> Let's did, see did what he, this about. <laughs> did he keep that bit quiet so he could pretend he had money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so were you were you born on Iona, John? Or maybe not born, but always been on Iona? Uh, no, I was born in Aberdeen. And then we moved to Iona in 2013, because Dad got a tenancy on Iona. Uh, and then we were on Iona until we moved here, which was... They moved in March? Yeah, we? we moved like mm -hmm. two months ago. So, but yeah, I would say we here is definitely better than Iona and Aberdeen, I would say. So 2013, so it's that 10 years ago, you'd have been about 10 in Aberdeen. Were, were your mum and dad still farming over there? Yeah, yeah. Dad had a... He started off working with his dad on an estate. Uh, and then he got his own farm, which was 90 acres. And it was a tenancy. When was that? 2009, I think. Uh, and it was Blackie's there. But, you know, it was 90 acres, but you were paying, you know, double the price as it was on Iona, but on Iona we had 250 acres. Right. So it shows you how much the price is compared to, you know, the West Coast and the East Coast. It's a totally different world. It's a totally different topography. Oh, it's totally yeah. essential, for sure. Um, and with, with what, just sort of looking at that situation, uh, where your mum and dad have decided they're in Aberdeen, they're in good quality ground. Now, I know they're able to get more ground. Was that the pure incentive that they were able to get more? Or did they just like away from Aberdeen, the thought of away from Aberdeen? I think it was a bit of both because we were surrounded by, you know, big arable people. So all of our boundaries, you know, were surrounded, we couldn't expand anywhere. Um, and you always had competition of people always wanting to take care of it as well to get, you know, more land for themselves. So Dad tried, I think Dad must have tried for about 10, 15 other tenancies, you know, some in Scotland, some in England, and then, you know, we're lucky enough we've got the one on the Yeah. That was quite lucky, yeah. You know, it's been a running theme. I would, I would, I couldn't tell you. Probably 40 folk on this podcast that have looked at tenancies, got tenancies, whatever. No one has said it was easy. Not one no. person. And you would think after 30, 40 folk, one person might have been like, oh, I was lucky. I went there. I got it. Perfect. By yeah. chance. Nobody seems to have had that opportunity. It's just like bloody gold dust. And it's so oh. hard to... Yeah, um, just yeah, which is a shame. Um, Iona, what's Iona like? We hear about a lot of islands. There's different islands are famous for different things. Ailey for whiskey, Aaron for tourism, you know, so on and so forth. But Iona's not one you hear of. Tell us about it. I think it's famous for the Abbey, isn't it? Yeah, that's the like only a, thing I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, there's a big Abbey over there, which is quite popular and stuff. It's a, it's a really beautiful island. If you ever get the chance to go, I would definitely go for it. It is very nice. But as well, it's so small. Like, to even go to Oban, you've got to take a good few days to actually... But to the time you get there, settle in and everything, come back. Like, it's quite a travel as well. So you've got to go to Mull, and then you've got to drive across Mull, and then go to Finnefer, and then get another ferry to actually get onto Iona. So it's quite a trek away from a small island. But... Yeah. 
So, it's very, it's very pretty. <laughs> well, I knew it was remote, but I did not realise it was that remote. I'm guessing you probably know the answer to this. I'm guessing it's really low. How many farmers are on Iona? Uh, so we were actually the only place classed as a farm. The rest of the world just took on other crops over time. So right. there must have only been maybe 10 farmers on Iona, maybe, I would say. And that's really tricky. I mean, obviously, now you're on an island again. I'm from yeah. an island, hence why we know each other. Uh, but the, the challenge we have is, like, for instance, mum and dad just yesterday, stock couldn't go away. Uh, yeah. Fertilisers, more expensive to come over. Feeds, more expensive to come over. Yeah. But that 55-minute journey, we can leave our houses and be in Glasgow in a couple hours, you know? Yeah. Um, that sounds like that must increase the price hugely. How, how, how did that work? Uh, so we didn't use any fertilizer over there. Um, you couldn't you couldn't plow any ground or reseed certain areas because it was surrounded by the abbey. In case you got like a ancient you know bone or some artifact like that. Um, and then our fields, which are a couple of them in the corn creek scheme. So the corn creek's a bird that stays on it over you know, winter months, and then, so yeah, some fields were shut off, and then, yeah, we just didn't really put much fertiliser on, or anything, it was just all... And for feed to go over, it had to kind of, you picked it up, didn't you? Yeah, in and yeah the harbour guy would come over with your, you know, your ton of feed on pallet, uh, leave it thin effort, you'd go over with a trailer, pick it up, take it back to the farm, so it was very, <laughs> there was a lot of mucking about. I would struggle with that, like, I don't mind being nowhere and just being, you know, off the grid, whatever. But I would yeah. struggle with that pure detachment. Like, yeah. I can't get to wherever for two days, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it was terrible in the wintertime as well. Yeah, I was going to say know, that. Since I've moved here, you get a lot of people complain about the ferries over here. But compared to Iona, it's like, it's nothing. It was, you know, you'd be... Without a ferry for like a fortnight on Iona, and you got your shopping like from Tesco. Like Tesco delivery would deliver to oh, Iona, so if there's no ferries, you don't get any food. Mm -hmm. You've got a spar, but it was good when it had to be, but it wasn't the best. Oh, expensive, <laughs> so, <really>. yeah. <laughs> it's got to be expensive, though, isn't it? Like, oh, it's, yeah. It, I, yeah, it can't not be. I, I do remember the first time uh, I met um, Andrew and Lorna was mm -hmm. I was at air show on a stand and uh, yeah. these guys shouted me over and I'm like I know their face why do I know their face why do I know these people <laughs> I'd seen them on Facebook and uh, had a chat and that was fine and, and they were like they were talking about what you just said like everyone complains about the boat and Aaron and oh, I've openly right. said it's an issue uh, yeah. but they were like you have no idea <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. you haven't lived uh, which is <laughs> it's very true in fairness um, you just you get used to with something and then when it doesn't work you you get annoyed when it disappears but um right. so uh you've met just before covid is that right i'm just trying to get a sort of timeline here yeah, yeah like yeah. 2019 time yeah mad you guys were so young you were like 16 and oh my god this is it just, I, know. Again. I, know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so old i never feel old <laughs> so do i i feel really old now 
Why do you feel old? Because there's a miniature me somewhere calling yeah. about. <laughs> no, as, as, as Chelsea said off the camera, John said a miniature me. Chelsea said he's actually bigger than John, so uh, maybe <laughs> for the miniature he was. <laughs> um, I think I said this uh, at Aaron's show this year for the listeners. I bumped into Chelsea and bumped into Chelsea and John. I'd had a good one or two pints. Uh, <laughs> oh. It was a good celebration. <laughs> it was a very good celebration. It was great fun. And uh, where was I going with this story? There was a reason. Yeah, I just remember, or maybe this was the island, speaking to both of you and saying, it is insane that you two are parents. Like, I can barely look after myself. And uh, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's true, though. Like, and, I mean, I think as this story goes and everyone listens for the hour, they'll realise it's actually quite a nice story, given where you are currently sitting in a house. And I'm going to talk about that at some point. Um, but Chelsea, the first time you were over to Iona, you said like, "Oh, I like this. This is for me. I quite like this sort of thing." See, but yeah, did you see a, a proper future in farming then, or? Yeah, like I kind of knew. Like I applied for college and stuff as well. I was actually meant to go to Orkney and go to college. I got in and everything. I got an interview, and then I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so that kind <laughs> of that kind of got held back for a little bit. And um, so as soon as I kind of went over, I was like. I can literally wear whatever I want. I'm covered in mud, wearing waterproofs and welly boots, hair flung up, and I was just loving it. Like, I just, yeah, I kind of knew from then. I didn't see myself on Aaron at all, and with John, like, working up at a farm and me helping him and everything and hoping to do that. But I did kind of see it, like, in my future somewhere, but I didn't, still didn't expect to be here. Well, it's how quick things have flown in for you. I mean, COVID, some people look at the start of COVID and almost discredit the time. Like, you know, it didn't happen. Yeah. You guys yeah. have basically met, had a wee one, moved from one island to another, had the fear of not being able to wait on that island, now on the island, and now starting to settle in. Like, it's been a manic year so far, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, insane. <laughs> uh, I, I quite like to get into the, the why you moved from Iona. Why did that come about? Uh, well, your mum and dad, they were kind of, they'd have already been looking at other places. I think, yeah. you know, obviously just for the price of everything and everything coming over. How yeah. long had they been there? They'd been there like seven, eight years? It was coming up for about 10. Well, oh, oh, wow. 10 I'm 2013, did you say, was it? 2013? Aye, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like it had been a while and I think they were just maybe wanting to move. So at first we were looking for houses over there to see what could happen and just, so we weren't actually properly planning on moving off Iona, but then there was no housing and everything and it was just, yeah, it was hard, wasn't it? Yeah. Trying to find a house. So we ended up getting a house in Oban and then John's mum and dad moved and then we came over for the first time and we were like, wow, I want to move over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, let's go. So we originally moved to Oban. So we went from Iona to Oban to here. Yeah. I didn't realise the Oban part. Um, yeah, yeah, so we lived in Oban from July last year yeah. until, well, you kind of moved out in like April time for yeah. lambing over here. Yeah. And I yeah. was still staying in Oban and John was just coming back like on the weekends and stuff. And then we find, we were looking for a house over here and then we finally got one September, yeah. August. And August we moved into this house. Yeah. And so we're in Oban for a little while as well in between. Yeah. Didn't realise that. So I guess you were in Oban when you were pregnant then, Chelsea, about the time, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I had Hamish last September. So from July to September, I was pregnant yeah. <laughs> in the, Oban. 
the coolest photo is him with the sunglasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does love a pair of sunglasses. Oh, my God. What a cool little guy. Um, He's cool. He's very cool. I mean, I, I think my parents dressed me like a grandmother, so all the photos are <laughs> just <laughs> terrible. So, I cool. am like that as well, knitted clothes. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. He's got so many like knitted brown jumpers, and John just looks at me, and I'm like, it's well cute. I love it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great, but I love, I love following uh, young families and stuff. It's so cute seeing all the different ways dress kids and all that sort of thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is. Your parents moved to Aaron March time? No. About March, yeah. Yeah, and you you hadn't moved over, John, but you came over to help at Lama. Yeah, yeah, I helped yeah. Uh, Marchie or Jasper, as you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was I mid-April. I came over to help him. Lama. And then I was... Stay, yeah, stayed here until we got this house. So it was Lama time, then Mark in time, then Sheer in time. But this year would be a lot easier. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll be home next month. <laughs> oh, no, I've got another job. I'll be home next month. Yeah. Oh, I know somebody else, so I'm doing this now. So I'll be home <laughs> next month. And I was like, yeah, it's not happening. You're just over here now until we move. <laughs> yep. I promise I'll miss you, Chelsea. Okay, I promise. Yeah, I do I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I actually forgot to mention, uh, on Iona, do you have any idea sort of what numbers of cattle and, and sheep were there? <clears throat> Yourselves. Oh. Uh, so... What did we have? Dabra had about 200 uh, yows, blackies, and then we had, did we get up? I think we got up to about 20 cows, highlanders. Right. I think we just got up to about 20 by the time we left, yeah. So then, obviously, he's come here, and now he's only got, he's got 50 blackies and five highland cows. So, they came over, I realised this is sort of focused on your mum and dad, because it's sort of where you're based, but... Um, yeah. I just I couldn't stand speaking to Andrew for an hour. I'm only joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening, I apologise. I, I, you're a delight to talk to. I spoke to you for more than an hour. Um, he's always quite good at buying the whiskey. That's why I'll keep him my good side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they came over and, and they're working for... Well, Are they working for Stuart? Are they get a tenancy? How does that work? Uh, so Dad's doing contract farming with Stuart sort of thing. Uh, Aye, so he's they've got their own the fifty and the five, and then yeah. what sort of numbers is Stuart farming? Do you know? Stuart is is it? He's got two hundred blackies and it must be ten or fifteen cows. Highlanders right. again. Yeah, I think that's yeah. You'd I'm sort of jumping back, but here Chelsea, uh, you'd mentioned you looked at going to college. Do you think that would be something you'd still look at going to do? Maybe in the future and stuff yeah. once a bit older or maybe I don't know even looking at an apprenticeship maybe and something yeah. that, like to do with it I think maybe going to college I was meant to be moving to Orkney and well you're meant to be moving there yes I was yeah. meant to be right. moving to Orkney I'm just kind of packing my bags <laughs> bye John oh. I'm going to college to learn about farming <laughs> then I'll be back um but so yeah obviously that didn't happen it is something I would still really be open to do because obviously because I'm new to this and I'm like just coming into it I do, like, my knowledge is getting better. I am knowing everything. I ask a lot of questions, but I'm getting there. It'd be something that I would like to know a lot more about. And the, the asking questions part is great. I mean, I think there's some people, uh, I've got a lot of people in here that are just completely not from farming, moves into farming in some way or other, like yourself, and uh, they're like, oh, I just feel stupid, ask question, 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 question. 
Yeah, poor Lorna. I, I did it. It's the best thing to do. And Kelsey, all the time. I'm like, oh, what's that? Or what does this do? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why are we doing this? And then sometimes, yeah. sometimes someone asks you that. Like, we have folk over at Lamentine. They ask you, and you're like, good question. We just do it. Like, we think, you know. Like, <laughs> It makes everyone else think, which is that's, that's quite useful. I mean, you mentioned the print. I don't know why I'm holding the juggling ball. Uh, <laughs> you, mentioned, you mentioned the idea of an apprenticeship. Um, this isn't me trying to sell you a course, by the way, but uh, <laughs> the, the ag apprenticeship's brilliant. I mean, it was something I'd never considered when I was a student. Yeah, well, John, could... did you not do something like that? Yeah, So John went to college kind of thing, and he's done an apprenticeship himself, and that's what he said as well. I think, how long did you go to college for altogether? Was it not like once every six months or something uh just because by the time i went and moved from jobs i started the apprenticeship and i took it to the other job i actually only went to Oldridge once all right but it was only for what was it was it for a week um but it was just and by the, the time was all just done at the farm yeah it was just by the time i took the apprenticeship from one job to the other it kind of crossed over so yeah, but I got the certificate. Yeah. But that's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was. Um, I think well, I think we we do it as sort of six full week terms throughout the course of uh, a year that you're in, yeah. and then at the farm, and uh, yeah, it's quite a good way to sort of. Cons- you almost, you need more than one time, I would say. That seems yeah. quite little, but um, yeah, no, they're, they're worthwhile. It's a good good way to sort of get that ground, and you never know, you might find yourself thinking, oh, it's quite fun. <laughs> that's what I did. I never went to, to study that long. Um, so you're over now, uh, you're starting to, this is more about yourself, uh, John, when you'd left Chelsea at home, which is very kind of you, um, <laughs> got, got involved at lambing time, marking time, all yep. that sort of thing, starting to pick up work on Aaron, did you find that quite easy? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sharon was pretty easy because Neil was giving it up, so Stuart needed something pretty quick, so that was but did you find the actual sheeting easy? No. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Not at all. No, no. Uh, but yeah, it was nice and easy to pick up the work. Um, yeah, enjoying it so far. Hopefully enjoy you, it again next year. You asked there, did you find the sheeting easy? And you say you didn't. I uh, know you get a bit of a sore back, haven't you? Um, I, I think it's more just because I've not done a shearing course, which yeah. is the thing you need to do, really. So it's all about posture and positioning. I because this is my first year using the solid draft, uh, solid shaft instead yeah. of flex. It was a lot of you know you got to stand a certain way and then you got to bend and yeah. So yeah, but I'd like to go on a course at the start of next year. I would never do it personally. <laughs> I shared four sheep this year and it was so hard. <laughs> well, well, it's funny you say that, Chelsea, because I class myself as a shearing expert. Uh, and um, I've, I've shown a whole 17, so you're almost expert level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah definitely. It's, well, that's what I was going to say. You said you struggled a bit with it. Having watched you shear quite a lot of sheep from the sidelines, um, not you on the sidelines, me on the sidelines, <laughs> I would say I would say quite the opposite. Um, seen a few of what, here, this is me commenting to someone watching every time because I don't do it. Jumping over to the, the the solids as opposed to flexi is always the hardest thing, but it's the best yeah. thing to make you a good cheater. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't have any doubts, John, that you know, fingers crossed, the back's fine over the course of the next few years. You'll be a brilliant cheater, uh, and maybe Chelsea will get into it. Maybe you'll have your own trailer. 
Maybe. You'll knock Stuart out of the game. You know, it's just maybe. Yeah. I'll never say never, but it's very hard. My back after doing it for like two seconds. I'm like, John, can I stop? He's like, no. You're sheep. <laughs> I'm like, great. <laughs> I think they say it doesn't stop hurting until 10,000 sheep. I think they say that, but once you get 10,000 sheep, that's you, you know, you should be pretty good at it by then. Yeah. So I've got a wee while to go. Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, I've only got 9,983 9, to go. So. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I won't because I refuse to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I care about myself a wee bit. <laughs> um, Chelsea, when did you make it over to Aaron? September. I so I was kind of coming over and like visiting and stuff and like seeing you guys. Or John would come over on the weekend and bring me back with him, and I'd kind of stay at Lauren and Andrews as well. But I probably came over August yeah. time. And I started working in the Douglas Hotel and doing three days a week in there, just front of house and stuff. So I was staying at Lorna and Andy's and just working there for about two weeks, was it? Mm -hmm. And then we finally got this amazing house, thankfully. Beautiful, great house, can't complain. (laughs) Let's just hope the the, the, the landlord's here and, and, uh, you know, that's why it's beautiful. Uh, (laughs) Very grateful. (laughs) (laughs) It's it kind of leads me to a question. Um, first off, the Douglas staff are brilliant, from what I understand. Good place to work. Yeah, it's yeah. such a good place to work. I love it. And it's amazing yeah. as well, because obviously coming over here as a young person as well is quite hard with a kid as well, like not knowing anyone. I'm in Kilmore, which is a bit further away from everything as well. So like going there and meeting people, like I've met some amazing people and friends and it's good. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. No. Good, good. And the food is brilliant. I love it. And, and oh, you know, it's dangerous though, because you get your lunch there. So I'm like, better stop eating all that. <laughs> That's lethal, actually. When I was the chef at Cafe Time, yeah. I could make whatever I wanted for my lunch. And Jesus, I just, I wasn't making burgers. I was a burger. Like it was, <laughs> uh, it was, it was a problem. But uh, I think the Douglas gets a bit of a, a sort of a name for being expensive, but it's so wrong. It's not expensive. I yeah, think it's well priced. And see for what you get, it's really worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was nice, wasn't it? I would say it was like And like, yeah. I'd say the bur- like, we got burgers, didn't we? Yeah. And they were big, like, chunky burgers. Mm. They were, like, yeah. good. No, I, I, I like it a lot. Um, but, yeah, you you moved over, and I kind of want to talk a bit about this. You don't have to go into names, or you don't have to go into anything you don't want to say, but the, the finding a house thing is a problem on Aaron. Yeah, yep. it's... Yep. A problem. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't know how much negativity you'll see with it because you guys are in the position of trying to get a house and I get it if you don't want to, but I will happily say the second home and holiday home thing is a ridiculous issue to the point that I am someone that kind of wants to get onto the property market and own more than yep. one house. I definitely do, and I know I'll be looked down on for that, but I never at any point intend on those houses not having people in them. No. And the, the fact that people can afford a house to the point they can have it sitting dormant 51 and a half weeks of the year and not yeah. give a shit about the fact there's people that want to get involved in that community. Yeah. Young people bringing up kids here that are going to be the future of Ireland is yeah. shocking. So could you tell us your sort of experience on actually trying to find the, the lovely house that you've said you're in and you can see is lovely? Um, it was the, awful. <laughs> I know it was. It was actually yeah. awful. I can't remember how many we tried for. I think we tried for like 
three or four and then it would yeah. get to the point that like some people were telling us the houses were coming up for rent but then all of a sudden it's actually getting sold now so right. we're not renting it out anymore yeah and then i'm like oh, fine like yeah must have tried for maybe four or five yeah different houses that we'd seen that came up and obviously with dogs as well i totally understand some are pet free and stuff as well i do get that but obviously just having working dogs we couldn't go for those houses yeah and, yeah and there's a page as well for people on Aaron to look for houses and it was yeah mm. it was just full nobody was actually putting houses on or if they were they, the messages underneath them were like huge and yeah. you kind of had to be on there first to make sure and I think as well it's kind of about who you know no like this house didn't mm. get advertised it was like you meeting people and talking to people who said about opportunities coming up yeah um yeah there was a few that were quite annoying in the process of we might sell it, we might not sell it. I don't know. You can come and have a look, but we don't know what we're doing yet. Kind of situation, which was a little bit annoying. Yeah. But we wouldn't be here if it didn't happen, so... No, that's true. And and sometimes you've got to go through a, a tough time to get to a nice thing. But, like, I hope you've kicked your feet up and got comfy and enjoying another fantastic episode of the R2Cast with another really interesting guest. I would just like to quickly take another second to plug the sponsors of the show today, The Scottish Farmer. And I would strongly advise you to go out and pick one up this week and see even more of the fantastic people that are in our industry. The the one thing, I mean, I obviously sort of spoke to you and if I could ever hear houses, I was trying to get in touch with you. Yeah. The one time that I felt that is just off was that time you were sharing with us, John, and you were like, oh, oh I'm a at half five. Said to Stuart, yeah. basically, I'll go for half an hour. And it basically had been made out that it was you guys. And then yeah. they said, well, I think they said they were selling it. And I was like, well, why did yeah. you bring them over? Like, you know, it just oh, was... And then it was like one day me, Hamish and John all got ready. Because I think it's the same house we're talking about. Yeah. And we were all meant to go to go yeah. and visit the house. But it turns out the people weren't actually even over here yet. So we we're all sitting ready waiting to go and view a house that's never going out for rent. Oh. But they're, they're actually not even on the island anymore and didn't tell us. So yeah, it was a bit of a hard situation, bit rubbish, but yeah, it's it's good now. No, it is, and 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 I, honestly, one of the nicest things that happened over summer was hearing that you guys have got a house. I was so chuffed about it. Oh. It, it. It was really good because I'm now no longer an Aaron, so it meant I didn't have to deal with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not at all. Honestly, I thought it was brilliant because your two folks that are keen on getting into farm, what you know, in farming and, and keen to get in in the future, and it's it's There's what, a what lot I, of self, Sorry, <laughs> no, you go, you go. <laughs> There's a lot of like farming opportunities I think over here for us, like in the future and stuff as well. That was the problem with the Yona. They're, the island's too small. You can't make up a farming opportunity from nowhere. Yeah. So on Iona, like there wasn't anything, and Oban as well. Oban. Yeah, wasn't going to happen there either. Yeah. So it's good over here. It's nice, settled in, and there's so many opportunities. I think that'll come up in the future, mm-hmm. hopefully. Well, I mean, even just even just thinking off the top of your head, you know, I'm not going to say names, but there's there's probably five or six places you could assume would need someone else to manage them in the next ten years. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and that you know perfect you know if you guys get involved and and you're 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 feeding at every farm john you're going to be your eyes are going to be in the your ears are going to be in the ground you're going to hear what's happening all that yeah. sort of thing and, and quickly quickly that'll happen i don't know chelsea if one thing you'd consider over the summer would be sort of 
doing a bit of rousing. I don't know if there's a thing for that, but that's good money in itself. You know, I don't know if... I think I might have a wee lambing job as well, don't I? Yeah. Excellent. Ever a lambing job next Brilliant. year, which I'm very excited for. So that'll be good. I don't have much experience because obviously not last year, but the year before, during lambing, we found out I was pregnant, so I wasn't even allowed near the shed or anything. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And then last year, I, I lambed a few sheep. Mm-hmm. It's something else, a total different experience, but it's weird because I actually loved it because I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I'm excited to do that next year. No, that'll be brilliant. Really good. Um, there's, there's no better way to learn sheep farming than getting into lambing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see the good, the bad and ugly, you pour, pour hours into heartache and positivity and it's just yeah. brilliant. I love lambing time. Um, or like John waking me up at <laughs> half four in the morning. Right, come on. Hi. We're going. <laughs> okay. Catch you up out of the bed. <laughs> <Yeah. rally>. Wake <laughs> up. <laughs> exactly, that is it. Come on. Uh, 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 <laughs> it's very much so anyway. there's the bad sides as well there's the bad sides so. yeah yeah. Um, yeah for sure and one thing that a few folk have sort of got in touch with me in the podcast lately is sometimes we'll say something I don't fully clarify what I mean uh, Chelsea said there if you're listening she said uh, that um, she couldn't be around lambing when she was pregnant the reason for that is is there's a zoonotic disease called uh, enzootic abortion in ewes which you can basically pass on to sheep so uh, pass on to people from sheep so you can you can lead up to uh, you learn abort- something new every day because I also didn't know that I just knew I couldn't go near them so there we go <laughs> every day is a school day <laughs> every day is a school day it's, uh, that's the truest thing on the planet I used to laugh at that saying but it's so true but uh, yeah a funny question that came out one of my apprentices last week asked me um, they were like wait it was a male apprentice so you can catch an abortion I'm like you won't mate but you know <laughs> <laughs> it can happen if you're pregnant um, so yeah definitely a thing that, that, that you shouldn't shouldn't be going near at all but uh, yeah. do, do you see yourself Chelsea um, have eased into a bit more agricultural work as, as well as that lambing or yeah you know, hopefully just I'm loving working at the hotel and stuff just now but in the future I would hopefully like to be like doing what you're doing and just working on a farm all the time and so I come with you every yeah. like when I'm off and stuff Bob's that is your job I would in the future like my own job doing something similar and yeah kind of get out of hospitality as much as I love that I think I'll always do like the odd night or always help out whenever I'm needed and stuff but in the future I would really like to just be on the farm on the farm all the time don't have to look pretty for customers covered in mud yeah yeah do that george looks pretty for customers i don't know <laughs> what about me <laughs> pretty in waterproofs oh, yeah <laughs> can't beat flexophanes can you um oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that me wearing them john so, uh, we... i'll tell you later i'll tell you later <laughs> Yeah, maybe the problem is not wearing them. But anyway, that's enough. <laughs> um, the it's probably a good thing actually to have that there, Chelsea. It's a steady income. It's secure. It's there, you know. And it's uh until you really get settled into having a place. So I would say it's say it's a good thing to stay in hospitality for some time. Um, where? Well, I don't want to say that because it's kind of a question to end. But it, I guess you've got a wee man there. He's there. Do you see him being involved in? Well, not not do you see. Would you like him to be into farming, or are you just like whatever happens, happens? I uh, think he definitely will be. He's already obsessed with cows and quad bikes and tractors. Yeah. Um, 
obviously it's totally up to him with whatever he wants to do when he's older. Obviously. But, yeah. I'd like I think, him to, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. But I think everyone goes to the stage when they're a farmer's son or daughter. They kind of go out of the stage of not wanting to do farming for a while. Yeah. Because I went through that for like a year or two. I went to Oban and worked in the garage. Um, that is when I met John. Yeah. Working so I, in a garage. Broken car, by any chance? And then, yeah. uh, broken car, go in, meet John. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think everyone goes through that stage where they don't want to do it and then they actually realise that they do want to do it. So, I mean, you'll probably do the same thing, but you might not, you might. You don't. Well, that's it. I mean, I think I'm not in farming, but I'm in farming, I'm not farming. Um, I didn't want to farm in, ever. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, when I was a kid, kid, you know, like like his age, maybe. But uh, nah, just did the odd lambing here and there. I did the lambing here and there and then just wanted to go away and whatever you know it was it wasn't farming and then i chose college and then suddenly i quit like the whole industry again so it's, it's there's so many different ways to find your way into into that sort of place um yeah it's it's um i love the way you just sit them over the sofa i love it <laughs> i love it there you go he's so quiet i shouldn't say that he's gonna start crying now isn't he and um, i've said sorry. he is very content all the time he's a very good good baby can't complain yeah I just want to say, if you do not dress them up Halloween-y, I will not release this podcast. Sorry, yeah. a caution. Don't worry, don't worry, I've already got one. Oh my God, am I about to see it? Oh, I was just waiting for the caution. Oh my God. So excited. If you're listening on Spotify, this is going to be a really weird experience for you. Yes, we'll have to to you. But we are just about to see the cutest little, uh, cutest little, well, I'm guess I'm going to guess pumpkin. Good guess, wrong guess. No, no. Good guess, good guess, but not quite. This is just the 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 head part of it. There is rest with come, but oh my god! Oh, he doesn't doesn't like it. He can't see. That's so cute. He doesn't like it. I feel terrible. Take it off. Do you like it? Oh, there we oh, go. Are you a bat? Do you know what I was saying earlier about having Emma and Ewan on the podcast? What happened at this stage was they brought me Len on and uh, we started having a chat and Emma just goes, oh shit, they're like, what? And she's like, I've burnt the dinner. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Oh. Do you know every time you sit him up and he can see me, he cries, uh, which is he's very independent. Yeah, he, he yeah, he does like cuddles, but he prefers to be roaming about destroying the house, like knocking Sorry. over our uh, great setup. Our cameras or something. You've got it sat on a, a washing basket, don't you? No, I've got it a sat high on chair. the high chair. <laughs> 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 it's a high chair. That's genius. <laughs> I don't have one of them, funnily enough. Uh, I don't know why I would have a high chair. We've got a spare one you can have if you want it. I appreciate it. I think if anyone ever came to my flat, they would think, Wallace, what's wrong? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like when my my mate had a a wee one, Josh uh, and Leah had Darren, and uh, I was going up to meet her for the first time, and uh, I took a photo of, like, a basket full of, like, I just bought them like a baby care package, you know, like uh, nappies and talcum powder and all that sort of jazz. And I took a photo and sent it to my gran. And I was like, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> she has like five missed phone calls. <laughs> Sorry, Kate, I apologize. <laughs> You're not going to be a great grad yet. Um, <laughs> but it'd be quite interesting to ask, uh, guys, you, you are young people, and I know you listen to the old podcast here and there, and I know there's a lot of people that do, that are, that are looking to get in, as I said. <clears throat> but would you say there's any standout challenges just being your age in this industry? Uh, I would say there are some, I would say, just like everyone, you know, thinks young people aren't hardworking or not willing to learn new skills. I would say that's probably their main challenges. But, you know, if you go and ask a farmer if you can go help them at Lamentine, I'm sure he would probably say yes, or she would say yes. Um, but it's all about getting your name out there and not being afraid to do you know, some free work as well, not expect to get paid straight away. Um, yeah. You know, I did that with two of my jobs, went for a month trial just to see what they thought and then went from there and decided on the wage from there. So, yeah, I would just say take any opportunity you can, take any, you know, advice from other farmers because obviously they've been doing it for a while, you know, longer than you yeah. have. Any. So, yeah, I would just say, Take as much advice as you can and take any opportunity that comes to you. you. You went really far with that question and it's annoyed me because you've like ruined the last question of the podcast now because you know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. I got but into it's it. fine. We can, we, can, we, can, we can still get into it. But the, the, you, one thing you said, take all the advice you can. I've heard so many folks say, oh, I worked for them and they just talked a lot of nonsense all the time. I don't really care what they have to say. My mum and my papa always said to me, everyone has something for you to learn from. Everything has something for you to learn. Um, And it's so true. Even if they are that negative person that you're like, this is just a load of rubbish. At least you're learning, well, that's a load of rubbish. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's always something to pick up on. Uh, So, yeah, I would say that's great. Um, This has been one of these podcasts, guys, if you're listening, much like number 65 with the Rones. Um, where I feel like I've been organising it since about the millennium. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, it's uh, been a long time coming. <laughs> I've just realised you two weren't even born at millennium. No. Oh my born. god. That's not millennium. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> you were born <laughs> after the millennium then, John. Oh, sorry, right. Oh. <laughs> wow. I'm 2003. Just shut up and leave. Like, <laughs> That's ludicrous. He wishes twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh my god, I've never even considered children have birthdays. That's insane. Oh my god, twenty twenty one. That's mad. <laughs> All I can think about with twenty twenty one is I'm not wearing a mask. Not a child. That's insane. Oh wow. Yes. Well, thank you for it's making crazy, your point. Actually, the I whole was mask say- thing. I forgot about that. Oh wow. Well. <laughs> I, I hated it. Oh, uh, so and I bet you guys with the, with the hospital as well, with the pregnancy, you had to wear them in there. And oh, that was horrible. Awful. That's not I, fair. And everything was awful. John was allowed to visit me for four hours a day. Yeah. Um, until I went into like the actual labour room and then you could stay. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you had to leave again, didn't you? Straight yeah. after. I've like just got this little child and they're like, yeah, John's got to go home. And I'm like, hey, okay, oh. <laughs> what do I do? That's not fair. Like, I, oh. I'm, crazy. If, if you guys, like, let's say you two are in that situation, you were, <laughs> let's say you're in that situation <laughs> and you, you felt that way with COVID, fair. 
if you thought, well, the best thing is for the wee one, John, you go home, whatever, there, yeah. but they should not tell you that. I thought that was so wrong. They had to do COVID tests and stuff as well in there anyway, so they knew yeah. that we didn't have COVID. And you'd think it would be safer if you stayed in there, but instead yes. you had to go home, didn't you? He yeah. had to sleep in his car for two nights in the car park because there was no hotels anywhere. It, we it was, yeah, we're here. Yeah, and, and yeah, you get a great wee guy there, and everyone was fine. But still, it, it wasn't. It should never have been that way. No, so, no. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ! I felt tired doing a COVID test after a hangover, Chelsea. You were in labour and you were having to do a COVID <laughs> test. Like, that is just <laughs> not fair. It was awful. God. Um, but yeah, no. At least, at least it's all worked out fine. There. And so yeah, I said <laughs> for those of you listening, it's been one of those podcasts that I haven't. It's taken forever to get organised. I've been the issue twice. Uh, there's been time and issues. I've sent you three links this time because I get every date everything wrong. I sent you the link to a podcast I'm filming on Thursday, so you might join in there. It's just all been an issue from start to finish. So I apologise about that from my end. It's been great to finally film, but there is always two things we finish each podcast with. The first one. John has ruined, uh, which is <laughs> if you had any tips for folk coming into farming, um, what would you say? It'd be good for both of you to, to say it'd be interesting, John, to hear your perspective from a farming family, but still not able to sort of sustain yourself as well, find your way in elsewhere. And then Chelsea, um, from someone that, yes, you've met John and you've sort of came into that farming family, but now you're finding your way in as well. It would be good to hear your tips for that. And the second thing, where do you see yourself in five years, which I hate to say Chelsea still makes you younger than me. Um, <laughs> you see your tips first. I would say you have to get out of your comfort zone to achieve stuff by sitting and just kind of not asking questions and waiting for everything to come to you. It doesn't happen. You've kind of got to go out there. You've got to be uncomfortable and ask people questions and do stuff that's different. And then you'll find out you either do love it or you hate it. But you've got to find out by just sitting there and not having. Mm-hmm. We're getting a boyfriend that's a farmer. <laughs> yeah, or that. Do that. Great idea. <laughs> oh, right. Why haven't I got a boyfriend? Yeah, that's a I know. Farm? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Uh, oh, I was going to say, yeah, see that the thing you said, something along the lines of just try it, see what happens. There's a saying, and, and people that know me quite well know I don't pick up sayings. They just don't wait in my head, and then I question what they mean, and then they don't actually mean that because they're a saying, and everyone just knows that's what they mean. And I'm like, well, why do we know what it means? Is it wrong? But anyway, I feel like I'm getting really angry. <laughs> um, the saying is, there's always an exit door to each room you go in. And I think that is so true. So if, yeah, if you go in, true, yeah. yeah, go in the front door, you'll find a way out. But if you don't go in, yeah. you're going to get cold. Um, that's probably not the, the reason for the saying is, but you know. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's a good saying that. So, yeah, John, your tips. Blackies, of course. <clears throat> oh, yeah, get blackies. That's the best tip I can give. <laughs> uh, yeah, just what I said before. Just take any advice you can. Take any opportunities you can. Don't be afraid to work for free. Obviously, not the whole time, you know. But yeah. To get in, do some maybe some free work. Um, yeah, that's a really good way of getting in. Not trying to, you know, give you any credit or anything more. But apprenticeship right. would be a I don't deserve credit because I was nothing to do with it, John. So <laughs> work at the college almost. <laughs> but yeah, the pet shop is a good way to get into it, I think. Um, for people, you know, there's not a lot of farmers that want to sit in a classroom. Like I know for me, I didn't like sitting in a classroom at school. 
So I think apprenticeship is probably the best way for most people, unless you want to do college full time. But yeah, that's what I would say. I mean, I'd have made it fun just so you know. Yeah, yeah John, well done. I'll give you credit <laughs> and then I'll slag off your dog. Exactly. These lecturers don't know know what I said and do exactly what Wallace does, okay? Don't take any advice from me. Uh, where'd you see yourselves in five years? Uh... <laughs> um, Here's a question. Like to... In this house? I don't know. It totally depends. I've literally got no idea what the future holds. Definitely something in the farming side of everything yeah. but I don't know an opportunity might come up tenancies are gold dust but you never know they if that was to come up and there was a house then no I don't think I would still be here but I don't know there's just so many opportunities definitely something to do with farming yeah. and hopefully something that's more us yeah. on the farm instead of kind yeah. of working for people I know five years is quite a short time maybe like 10-15 years that'll happen yeah. but yeah I just put myself, I see myself hopefully on a farm, full time, doing something. And just, I think, I think it's quite important to mention that, you know, <laughs> I know you guys think that I'm a grandparent, uh, but I'm still quite young. And I think a lot of people say this to me, and it's true. I'm conscious that I will say I've done nothing in my life, right? I'm 25 and I've wasted it all, I've done nothing, right? And people are like, no, that's not true. You've done this, this, and this. And I feel like I should tell you to this. I don't know if John can hear me at the minute, but I'll tell you to this that you're 19 and 21. Like yeah. where you guys are at the minute is insane. Like you've you've moved away from home, you've had a wee one, you've found a place, you're finding your way into an industry you want to be into. Like that's yeah. insane at your age. And I think you should you should probably sit back and be like, shit, we've done really well in that sense. So like don't don't set limits on what you're doing at 24 and 26 and yeah, well, that's it. like I literally don't know what the future holds I could be anywhere I don't know yeah. it's like just totally yeah I'm just grateful to be where I am and have done everything I've done so far like it's been amazing it's been really good I think that's brilliant I don't think you can ask for much more John where did you see yourself at 26 um right here on a podcast with you <laughs> Yeah, a five-year update. Maybe maybe, right, maybe maybe, you guys will be the podcasters of the day and I'll just be an old has-been who paved the way for you. Probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, the same as what you said. Hopefully, maybe not our own place. I think it'd be nice to have our own place. But You can dream. Yeah. But, yeah. but realistically, I'd like to think there'd be an opportunity to come up over here within the next five years. So... I'll say still an Aaron, hopefully with her own sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Not working for someone, working... No, but even if like, it was like, maybe not even our own farm, but say maybe even we'd found a little bit of land to rent somewhere and we had our own our own yeah. 20 sheep. Yeah. Like, not our own farm. Like, I don't... I, that might happen, you never know. But I'd like to have our own little field somewhere with our own sheep, mm. a horse. No, not a horse. <laughs> but she oh, I get I get the attraction to a horse. I don't know why, but in my head, the perfect life one day is in Canada. Don't know why. Well, I do know why. I'll tell you why in a minute. And having <laughs> having a little ranch that has a horse. I don't know why that part is. I just feel like having a horse would be so nice. But it's yeah. that that desire is purely based off of Heartland. Um yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Heartland? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so too. Go yeah. for it. Go get yeah. yourself a horse. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't ride it. That would be unfair. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like to break a poor animal. Uh, even a Clydesdale wouldn't manage that. But anyway, um, as you say, so hard on yourself. I'll be hard on the horse, trust me. Um, <laughs> be standing there saying these Clydesdale mates. Christ, that's the time. <laughs> um, but also, you, uh, I believe you put out on um, Instagram or Facebook or something like that recently, should we make a YouTube channel? The answer is yes. And you could be millionaires by the time you're 24 and 25. So... Yeah. I genuinely want to make a YouTube channel, but it's the whole talking, like, we've tried it, haven't we? And then I'll start videoing myself, and I just can't stop laughing. Aye. Like, I'll be but, like, oh, like, so today we're away to... And that's it. Last it's like, you've been four with Kayla today, we're away to... And that's it. Last well, it's like, you've been four with Kayla today, we're away to... And that's it. Last of it. Have you made one mistake the whole hour? Apart from the fact, as I say that, your camera disappears. <laughs> okay, I just got a phone call there. Sorry if that came Don't up care. on that. No, it, did, it doesn't. It just... It comes oh, up. Nothing happened. Um... That you said nothing wrong. So and, and you've never done it really before. Trust me. Go back and watch the first video I put up on R2K. It's me, right? So if you're filming yourself, you should be about here. I'm quite bad for being like there, right? Yeah. But it's me talking about the stratification system. And I'm not joking when I say like the camera's like here, right? And I'm talking <laughs> like this and I'm walking around. It's a nightmare. It's like everyone's like, I didn't know beards had mouths. Eh? And it's just <laughs> Don't worry it's about that. It's nerve-wracking, Everyone... though. Like, it is scary. Like, yeah. it's not even... I think once we made it, it would be like, as soon as you click that post button, it's yeah. like, up. Oh, yeah, I think... Yeah. Would I would definitely cool. be up for trying it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, we tried to do it together, and then as soon as I'd laugh, you'd laugh, or you'd say something, then I'd start laughing at you. We'd have to do it separately. We could do it on a podcast. Yeah. Tell you what, too. I've got an idea. So in December, I'm going to come back to Aaron. And um, last year, what I was going to do is I was going to do a 12 days of farming on Aaron, right? And uh, I was going to speak to 12 different people on the island. So I'll come over and you'll be one of the 12, if you're happy to. Uh, oh, both. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll guide you in what to say and it'll be fine. And yeah. then I'll, I'll edit it together and it'll genuinely look like, you'll be like, oh my God, this is so easy to make it like this. I'll show you how to edit it. And then that'll be a good time for you to start a YouTube channel. Yes, please. That, that would like be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's... yeah. yeah. Good, idea. good idea. Over the phone handshake. Um, <laughs> if you're still listening, uh, I should have said this at the start, but I, by the way, I'm speaking to viewers here, not yourself. So I assume you're still listening. Oh. <laughs> that wall is zoned out half an hour ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you are still listening, if you uh, have enjoyed Chelsea and John's story, the place to check them out is Our Life Farming, um, not Our Farming Life. That is a different couple that we have had on the podcast. Um, a kind of similar story from you two, in fairness. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it could be interesting for you two to maybe have a chat sometime. Uh, but check out Our Life Farming uh, and soon to be on YouTube, which is fun. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, last week we had uh, Tara van der Dusen and Natalie Kovarik over from the States on the podcast talking about Elevate Ag and Women in Ag and, and um, their business that sort of looks at promoting uh, sharing online in, in the ag space. And next week, I don't know who I've got. It will be Articast number 70, which is kind of mad, actually. Right. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of mental. It only started mid-January last year. Here we are, 70th episode. If I do... 
once I get to 74, that'll be my 100th interview conducted because I had 26 before the podcast. Um, wow. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, by the time this podcast is out, we will have had the first ever R2 group podcast. So I haven't got a name for that. Uh, it's with Countryside Learning, who are a charity, a non-profit that look at getting um, rural sort of industries into schools and seeing how people can find a way into those sectors in the future it is also, I'm not going to say the word owned because I don't think you own a charity, but run and I think he's the CEO of my uncle. So it'll be another interesting chat. We'll see you next week for R2K cast number 70. I hope both of you have enjoyed yourself. Well, three of you, sorry. Yes, we yes it's been amazing. Thank you. Good. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thankfully, we finally got there and we'll see you all for R2Cast number 70 with a person. Well, that's it. Another R2Cast finished. Another agricultural mind opened up. And I would just like to say that getting these guests on board it does take time and it always has done. But I've now went weekly and with that comes even more time required. And I would just like to finally thank once more the Scottish Farmer for sponsoring the show and making that much more possible. Please be sure to get in touch if you've any ideas of people you'd like to see on the podcast or maybe ideas you have for me presenting better, because I definitely do require that. See you in the next one.